Welcome to Bite the Talk, a podcast hosted by the Global Alliance for Improved Nutrition, known as GAIN. Join us as we discuss all things food systems related. Diets, nutrition, environment, health, you name it. Meet fascinating people working in the nutrition and food community. Tune in to Bite the Talk and let's explore together. This podcast will shine a light on people who are working to meet the 2030 targets of UN Sustainable Development Goal number 2. My name is Daphne Ewing Chow. I'm a journalist and food systems advocate. Traveling the world and talking to those on the front lines of change, helping to overcome food-related challenges in their own countries and communities. In this podcast series, powered by the Global Alliance for Improved Nutrition, or GAIN, we will encounter a myriad of intersecting issues, themes, and solutions. We will hear from regular folks like farmers and mothers around the world trying to put nutritious food on the table for their families. We will also talk with food systems leaders, social entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and people like you. Welcome to the Global Voices of Food Security podcast. I'm Daphne Ewing Chow. In this episode, we're heading over to Maru, Kenya, where we will meet with Ruth Kenoti, CEO of Shalem Investments Limited, a family-run agribusiness helping to tackle food systems challenges in Kenya. During a time when annual food inflation is in double digits and 26% of children under the age of five are stunted, Shalem is working with farmers to provide consumers with nutritious food at affordable prices. Its flour and pre-cooked ugali are fortified and are pre-cooked ugali. Uh, the idea behind the product, uh, we found it very uh, nutritious for the market. It also took a little bit, uh, around five minutes to make ugali instead of the opposed 20 minutes, which was good for ensuring there's uh, access and desirability for the product and also helped reduce the cook time for most of the busy households. Uh, we also were interested with working in Shalem because of uh, the products that they were packaging uh, and even the pricing that they put in place, which was uh, more attractive for the bottom of the pyramid market. But Shalem wasn't always an agri-food processor. Owners Daniel and Ruth Kenoti started the business to address the uncertainty and financial inequality faced by smallholder farmers in their community. As farmers' children, the struggle was one that the Kenotis knew all too well. The problem? Farmers needed reliable markets for agricultural produce, and their earnings were being hurt when they were forced to sell at rock-bottom prices to middlemen who would take their produce to market for them. The solution? Local schools needed affordable food for school meals. It was a win-win. Their first suppliers were their parents and neighbors. CEO Ruth Kenoti explains. Our first market were the schools. First bags were from our parents. And they were very excited because for the first time, they were able to sell without waiting for a broker to come and buy. All the children are going back to school the same, let's say, January. All the farmers are harvesting that time. Every farmer wants to sell so that they can get, uh, you know, uh, money for school fees and whatever else. So it was really a nightmare. So when I realized 
I could sell the mason beans to that school. Mm. Next uh, was several schools. And that is actually how the idea of uh, getting the, the cereals from the farmers uh, to the schools. Because imagine now going with a van and ready money to buy the first uh, bags. It was very exciting. And you know, seeing that excitement now go to my aunties, my neighbors, everybody, and now the thousands of farmers. Honestly, this is exciting. I can tell you for a fact. When you see a farmer receive money for their produce without feeling uh, taken advantage of, because you see, all the time farmers are taken advantage of. Child needs, um, you know, medical attention, and uh, I don't know what happens because more often than not, when they are most desperate, there is no one to buy. But Shalem wouldn't limit itself to the aggregator space for long. In Kenya, where more than 20% of all food consumed is brought to market by small and medium enterprises there is a significant opportunity to improve nutrition and keep prices down for consumers. The socially minded agribusiness jumped at the opportunity. A long time we just dealt with the old food from at the farm level. But then you see we couldn't depend on um, other manufacturers forever. So we were very happy to come now uh, into the space where we are selling our food to the fast-moving consumer goods market. And we, we would not have been able to go there and compete without support from GAIN. So Global Alliance for Improved Nutrition, or GAIN, recognized Shalem's potential to impact the lives and the nutritional status of the community and provided the small business with support to help it grow. Under their Asili brand, the business has been producing sifted maize flour, wheat flour, and porridge flour, and most recently, pre-cooked ugali, which is both convenient and healthy. The pre-cooked flour is free from fats, saturated fats, and cholesterol, is high in fiber, vitamin B1, and vitamin B3, and is a good source of minerals such as magnesium, iron, potassium, calcium, phosphorus, vitamin E, and antioxidants. My name is Christine Kanana. I work with Shalem Investment Limited. Shalem is a social business and our core business is processing. We have uh, various brands of flour in the market. We have uh, a silly maize flour, a silly wheat flour, a silly porridge flour, and a recent brand that uh, has been innovated called uh, pre-cooked blended ugali. All the products are fortified, nutritious, and affordable to the consumers. Uh, products that uh, are very uh, nutritious, of course, affordable, and uh, um, also help us uh, develop route to markets uh, to help us make the food accessible to the base of the pyramid uh, populations. So we have even been able to come up with a very special food uh, that is ready to eat. Just hot water and it's turned and it's served. 
Shalem uh, has worked with Gain uh, in two projects, uh, which is a marketplace for nutritious foods. We are able to support them in uh, getting equipment to prepare the pre-cooked ugali uh, and ensure its availability to the markets in uh, Meru, Embu and Isiolo. Uh, and then uh, during COVID, uh, we are able to support Shalem to ensure continued operations in the supply chain. Uh, for them, we support them, them uh, in rent, salaries, and also sourcing of raw materials to ensure that uh, continued production of the product. Uh, going forward, uh, we feel uh, Shalem is, uh, is one of the businesses that uh, have a lot of potential to impact uh, household diets. Uh, and we hope uh, as we go forward, they'll be able to even expand their reach even to the higher sal areas, that's uh, Masabit and Isiolo. During the pandemic, GAIN's Keeping Food Markets Working program provided support that was critically needed by food businesses like Shalem. Keeping Food Markets Working Project is an emergency response uh, project trying to ensure that there was minimum disruption in the food supply chain from the effects of COVID. Today, Shalem touches the lives and livelihoods of more than 40,000 farmers. We may not have known, honestly, that we would um, grow to especially touch the number of farmers we touch now. So it has grown from the one farmer to hundreds and then to where we are now. Because uh, we realized that uh, farmers uh, continually uh, grew confidence in, in our business. Because if we said, produce, we will buy at this price. We always kept our word. And so many farmers have kept on wanting to sell to us uh, because they know when we say, if you plant this, we will take, they do that. So we have grown uh, from that small business or from that small number to where we are because the objective is still the same. He works in partnership with Shalem. He's a farmer. From the time we started working with Shalem, I benefit he has benefited a lot from Shalem because every time he farms, he supplies to Shalem, especially sorghum. Even now, he wants uh, the continued relationship because he is sure of more benefits. We are able to bring in insurance, we are able to bring in um, even financial um, um, institutions, we are able to bring in all those others, and now even when it comes to nutrition. We know. In addition to improving diets and helping farmers, Shalem is also making a positive impact on the environment and is teaching its farmers about climate smart agriculture. I'm the agronomist. Basically what we do, we do trainings on climate smart agriculture. We have five modules, climate change. Then we also train on pre-season planning and planting. We also train on uh, crop and field management. 
harvest and post-harvest management, and then we train on market and economic benefits. Then after these trainings, our farmers are able to produce uh, their crops and then we take to the factory for processing. So climate change has affected the farmers and consequently it has affected us as a business. And what hurts the farmer hurts our business. So anything we can do to improve on climate change, uh, to improve resilience of, of the farmers, to alleviate pain at their level, we are committed to doing that. So we, we are working with the farmers to do more trees, um, uh, to do rainwater harvesting. We are looking for as many partners as possible uh, to, to, to come and work at the, at the, at the farm level. With a female CEO and a chairman who is highly supportive of women, Shalem has committed itself to women's empowerment and providing opportunities for women. My name is Luce Kare. I work with Salem, Hama uh, Group Linda. I have some farmers and also I'm a farmer. Uh, I, and I'm an aggregator. I aggregate the sorghum, maize, also soy and beans, and I sell everything to Salem. Salem have benefited much to, with Salem because they buy all produce which I get from the farmers, and I send I, I sell everything to the Salem. So have much benefited from Salem, and I love Salem Investment Company. 67% of our farmers are women. Mm, I don't know about uh, our distributors and, uh, and uh, wholesalers, those who are buying our... About 40% are women. 40% are women, yeah, good. Because we are committed to working very closely with women because uh, especially among the farmers and the base of the pyramid populations, it is actually the women who carry the burden uh, of uh, food or feeding the families and uh, taking care of basic needs. So, so for us, uh, supporting women, even women in business, we are very happy that uh, even most of our suppliers, we, we have not exactly a bias, but we are very happy to encourage uh, women uh, uh, to do business with us because uh, we've also realized, uh, you know, women are vulnerable. Areas where men will travel, comfortably and uh, without being uh, endangered, women will not, uh, uh, you know, do the same. So, so we are very happy that um, uh, even the advisory team really gives us uh, leeway uh, to support uh, women. We were very happy when, uh, like, like when we get an opportunity to employ we really want to encourage women if they qualify. 
As a social enterprise, Shalem Investments Limited produces nutritious and affordable foods to help alleviate malnutrition among the most vulnerable in Kenya. Shalem also works with farmers and women to improve their lives and livelihoods, and wherever it can, it tries to reduce its environmental footprint and that of its farmers. This contribution is particularly commendable given the competitive nature of the agri-processing sector. As a business with a strong social purpose, yes. what are the challenges surrounding having this strong intention of contributing positively to the community, but then you obviously have the other imperative, which is to make a profit. What are the challenges of merging the two? Yeah, of course it's not easy because uh, the um, ground is not really even. Like um, competition is the same. Whether you're doing social or whether you're working for money, competition is the same. So competition is one big challenge and it becomes difficult when you have to balance between quality and price. And uh, it, it, it really requires a lot of uh, uh, balancing to be able to make a profit in an environment where there is easily room for compromise. I don't want to give the highest return uh, to the farmer for their produce. But on the other hand, there is a need to sell uh, the product at a profit. So balancing that is, is not easy. And that's why we have felt very happy with the um, institutions like GIN who come to cushion us. Because well, well, our time and other investment is supporting the farmer. We are very happy that gain comes to uh, also support us, so that whereas it would have taken three, five years maybe to afford an extrusion machine, we are able to afford it now with their support. In meeting Ruth and Daniel Kinoti, I received one message loud and clear. Nothing matters more to them than protecting their growing network of 40,000 farmers. 74% of Kenya's population lives in rural areas and relies on farming for their food and income. And the sector accounts for about a quarter of gross domestic product. By adopting solutions that directly benefit smallholder farmers, Shalem is helping to improve the food security of their nation, Kenya. I am a peasant farmer's daughter, and uh, my husband also had uh, the, a similar background. And uh, one of the uh, characteristics of peasant farming is that uh, they are vulnerable. Uh, and market is one of the biggest uh, challenges of any farmer. If a farmer has a market for what they produce, then farming becomes a business. The farmer is our base as a business. Uh, if the farmer collapses, 
we collapse. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and eat healthy. Thank you.